set it and forget it. I think my levels are good where they're at. Ladies decided after a bit of a nap, she's up. So walking she wants around. my attention. She's wandering and, and walking. You can give her that treat too, eh? Lady? Make her do something for it though. Because most of the time she doesn't want uh, she doesn't want the treat just on its own. I don't know what kind of tricks can I tell her to do? Uh, you can tell her to sit. You can Lady? tell her to fetch groceries. Lady? You could uh, sit. Tell her to steal someone's wallet. Lady, sit. That stuff. Sit or stand. That's a nice one too. I like the stand. Sit, mama. Okay, well, you got her standing now. There yeah, you go. Cool. It's really interesting. Like, sometimes what she'll do is she won't, like, if I were to give her a treat, well, she didn't actually end up eating it, but she might go back to it. But sometimes I find, like, with Lady, is if you give her a treat, she won't actually eat it until you um, kind of give her some sort of command to follow. It's like she wants to work for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> she got to earn it. Yeah, yeah. So, so, um, Okay, yeah, so so this is obviously going to be the first, like, I guess, I mean, it's been, a, we were trying to set this up. This was this was pretty difficult to set up. You got here at 11. It's now, what time is it, 2 o'clock? No, not yet. It is 1.41 p.m. Okay, 1.40 p.m. Okay, okay, sick. So we tried to set it up. We drove to my house because we thought that the microphone, the second microphone was at my house. Uh, clearly the second microphone was here I just didn't look for it carefully enough and then we came back um, there was some panic we figured it out then we had to figure out how to get the system to work so I could get two mics going uh, the setup isn't particularly comfortable at this point but we're gonna I'm comfortable make I don't comfortable? know about you yeah yeah, yeah well, you, I don't know about that chair that armrest seems a bit off. <laughs> it's, it's not comfortable. You're right? about to fall off in that <laughs> And I got ladies just like, she's just eyeing me right now. So I'm trying not to like, I'm trying not to, oh, there it is. I'm trying not to give her too much attention because then I'm going to have to lift her. And yeah. I guess officially, right, I'm going to call the show All Walks of Life uh, just to kind of play off of AWOL Productions. Um, you know, AWOL has a separate meaning it's really means um to be absent absent without leave uh which is basically to like kind of disappear uh and uh but i also use it as a, a different thing i use it as an acronym for all walks of life that's something that's personal to me so i figured this podcast would be something like that where i would sit and just talk with people from all walks of life um to make it really simple and you know I thought you'd be the perfect person to speak with first because you not only have experience with, you know, just like the whole social media side of things. Um, obviously, people who know you, Golden Gully, right? <laughs> TikTok superstar <laughs> right now. How many followers do you have? Uh, over 850. You mean like 850? <laughs> 850,000. 850,000. That's the number we're looking for. <laughs> okay. So prior to this, though, you had me on your podcast. Yeah. Right? And so I found that to be really cool. So now... <laughs> That's cool, yeah. You're on my podcast. Nice. And you're this hugely famous guy. So hopefully when this goes out... Yeah, lady knows what's up. Hopefully when this goes out, all your followers just leave you and they come to me. That'll be a pretty, pretty cool conversion. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> all right? So, um, you know, so, so I guess why don't you talk a little bit about like kind of what you do uh i know what you do but you know um to to kind of everybody else like what is golden gully all about 
Golden Gully. I don't know. Like this is kind of new to me too. Like I wasn't really Golden Gully up until the pandemic. Like that's when it all started. Um, just making food content at home that anybody that anybody can cook. Yeah. And I'm just sharing what I can cook at home, and I'm sure you can do it too. That's okay. it. Very important question though. Could you cook before all this? Um, yeah, so I was always doing some sort of home cooking. Okay. Maybe since my senior year of high school. But like I'm talking about like like the type of cooking you do, right? Uh which which um you know, you get into some pretty pretty tricky recipes and that. So so like that type of cooking, like I mean a lot of people think they can cook. But really the guys like me that we make pasta, right? So when you're out there cooking these like more complex meals and that. Were you always able to do that? Or is that something you had to kind of learn as you went? Uh, define complex. Uh, okay. Well, you, you just recently posted something where you're like, you had like cinnamon sticks or something and you threw it in a blender. It was a kulfi. Yeah. Okay. So like people who blend stuff, I feel like that's complex. What? Man, that's I the easiest you thing. <laughs> you it just might, put it, shit in a blender and you press easy, on. But who's blending shit? Unless they're making like a smoothie, who's blending shit? Okay, but it's the same thing as a smoothie. It's the same thing. But it, but it's not though. Like, what about when you're using like one of those um, like my mom used to use them. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, food processors. Okay. Because like I don't use food processors it's when I make my food. The same thing as a blender. Yeah, but but you understand what I'm saying though. You're adding food processors into the mix of creating your dinner and your your lunch or your recipes. Don't you find that to be a, a step above what normal people do? No, I think everyday I... people. No. <laughs> What are you talking about? It's a food processor. It's the same thing as a blender. It's, it's the same thing as any other appliance you may have in your kitchen. It's the same thing as using a toaster. You know, you just got to put the ingredient in there, press a button, and the appliance does its thing. That's it. Okay. I'll give you that, but I cannot compare it to a toaster. It's not the same thing. I use a toaster on a regular basis. Mm. I do not use a blender on a regular basis or a food processor for that matter. It isn't hard, man. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. All right. So, so you you started doing um, because I remember you 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 were you're a paralegal, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's your profession mm -hmm. by trade, right? And then uh, I remember you know you know I was doing my music thing for some time, and uh, you kind of watched me do my stuff on Instagram and 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 that kind of thing for a little while, and then uh, you sort of decided to go on TikTok, and I remember this because you were pushing me to get on TikTok. Okay. Uh, obviously, I didn't listen. And you now, I, I think it's only really been like a year and a half. So you managed to go from like zero to 850,000 plus followers in a year and a half. Like, don't you find that to be um, like pretty crazy? Like that doesn't happen to a lot of people. What made you, like, what do you think, what do you think contributed to that? Um, I think there's a multiple number of factors maybe one thing would be the platform itself because maybe about a year and a half ago maybe a year ago and like i think maybe even still today the platform itself is something that you can kind of easily grow on as compared to other platforms um, about tiktok yeah about okay. tiktok um so that's one factor that i think played a big role just choosing the platform that you want to actually be on Secondly, the the type of content, um, I think maybe finding the niche helped a lot. So I was focusing a bit. Well, in the beginning, I was just doing P 
pure gaming content. Like, I, like I, that's <laughs> what I remember. I wasn't even doing food content yeah. because um, in the in the beginning of the pandemic, right? Um, I pretty much decided to get a nice PC setup because I knew I was going to be home more often. That was a sick setup. I remember yeah. watching that develop. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as I did get my PC built in, like my little home, quote unquote, studio all done. Uh, I decided to just install some games because I had a pretty nice PC and I, I thought, why not? And then to kill even more time, <laughs> I thought, you know what, let's just share some of the games that I do play and just begin streaming. Because I remember you on Twitch and I remember uh, watching you grow on Twitch and then you kind of used that and then you went and you sort of boosted yourself into another platform. Is that right? I think it's the other way around. I used TikTok to help me boost my audience on twitch okay yep. Are you, and you're still streaming right yep so where can people find your twitch stream uh same thing as my tiktok golden gully at golden gully yep g-o-l-d-e-n-g-u-l-l-y and that's on twitch yep. instagram yep uh where else did you say it was um tiktok tiktok right youtube okay okay so continue what you were saying sorry to cut you off there um so yeah, uh, I decided to just start streaming and then I guess that was like my first kind of taste in a bit of a different side of content creation because on my on my paralegal side, I just did my immigration law business. Okay. So I was actually on TikTok for maybe almost a year before I even got on this whole Twitch streaming stuff. Okay. So I was promoting immigration business and like immigration advice on how people can come to Canada. So I was just doing pretty much selfie videos. Okay. So there wasn't too much content creation there. There wasn't too much editing. Yeah. Okay, I remember. Okay. Yep. So I had some experience in that aspect, but there wasn't anything too crazy in terms of editing or like uh, using any sort of like external cameras or streaming or just like pretty much selfie videos. Okay. Uh, so... When I started doing my Twitch content, that was a bit more different because that was like a bit more editing. And I think that's when I actually started to make real content where it it, it took a lot more time out of my day. Um, then I don't know how I just kind of transitioned into making food content. Um, I think maybe uh, the gaming content got a bit stale. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you made such a weird transition. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's why I asked you the question about, like, could you cook before? Because uh, everybody to some level has some basic idea of how to cook. But then when you get into, like, putting out recipes and then getting published in TikTok's book, like, that's, <laughs> you know, like, you, you're you not an ordinary kind of, like I said, like, I don't, you know, people ask me, do you cook? Like, sure. Like, I put sandwiches together. Sure, I can make vegan eggs. I can make vegan pastas and stuff like this, right? But I don't go out there and make, you know what I mean, something super complicated, right? I make everything's kind of simple. But in order to find yourself in a situation where you have 850,000 people following your recipes, right? Which you're not reinventing the wheel right you're just using recycled recipes if i'm not mistaken right but the way you put it out there people enjoy watching the content right you have to be pretty good because people are following your recipes which you are again following someone else's recipes which is difficult enough and then you got a following of people who actually really follow it to a t and it works you're you're putting together an actual meal most of the time i mean if not all from scratch 
One of my favorite ones was the wasabi video. Uh, do you remember your wasabi video? The one where I talked about what wasabi was? Yes. Yeah. And then you had the bird fall on your shoulder? <laughs> yeah. But how, was that? how did that happen? <laughs> was that like purely by accident? Uh, when the bird came on your shoulder there? Yeah, my bird usually just kind of, uh, he used to fly on my shoulder whenever he used to sit on top of the kitchen door. Okay. And like whoever was in the kitchen for a long period of time, then he would just fly there. So I, like I'm always in the kitchen. So then he would usually just fly on my shoulder. <laughs> so then he just timed it. That was perfectly, perfectly timed. I know. <laughs> that was amazing. You must have gave him some treats for that one. I did, yeah. That's good, man. Some good treats. Some good treats. Good treats. That's all right, man. So, um, and, and now, so you kind of just ride in the TikTok thing, right? Um, do you find that, like, do you find like things are stale, getting stale or, or, you know what I mean? Like, or do you feel like you have to pivot and go in a different direction now? What, what sort of, um, what sort of, what, like, what sort of future look like for like Gully? Uh, in terms of stale, I don't think so. I, I think the one thing that I try to avoid is just being kind of like, um, how do you say, like, um, kind of like a recipe machine. You know, like, I don't want to just post random recipes every single day, like, mm. without any meaning. And are you posting videos every day? Every day, yeah. Dude, that's crazy. And you do all your own edits? Yep. That's wild. So you do your own video editing. You do all the audio. Yep. Um, you obviously you research the recipes. You go out and do the grocery. I saw that you when you do it, you actually take people on the ride to the grocery store sometimes. Uh, no, but I do share some uh, some of my grocery trips. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. So you do that. So how do you do that? Uh, usually, just on my motorcycle because I have a GoPro on my helmet. Okay. And I just turn that on and just go through the store. That's pretty sick. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty dope. But not because of winter. I'm probably going to have to maybe just use my phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, you're not going to ride your bike, right? No. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. So uh, I got to use my phone now. That's going to be a bit weird. I don't know. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's it like like with the girls now? The girls are fucking, they're there, eh? Online. Like, that's pretty much all the action I'm getting online. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. That's it, eh? So they, they, do, like, you ever get spotted like in the street and stuff and people recognize you? Yeah, that's weird. Really? That's weird, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, first time that's ever happened to me was, uh, so this was like 20, I want to say it was like 2010 or 2011. So my music video, Crush On You, had released, and uh, it was, a lot of my music was like, especially in the Vaughn area and stuff like that, it was pretty popular. And uh, so we were at a Tim Hortons one day. It was me and three of my friends from high school. And there was these two, uh, these two young kids, and they were kind of just, they were within earshot, but they were like, I don't know, like 15 feet away. And they were looking over and they were like, they're whispering something, you know? And my boys are like, yo, these guys keep looking at you, bro. I'm like, what do these guys want, you know? And I look over and I'm like, yo, what the fuck, right? So they come over like, yo, are you Castro? <laughs> and they were like, they were like shaking, bro. I'm like, uh, I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm Castro. And they're like, yo, Crush on You is my favorite track, man. Oh my god, I just wanted to talk to you. And that was the weirdest thing because that was the first time I had ever gotten kind of spotted out in public. Uh, so I know the feeling. It's like, um, it's kind of weird, right? Yeah. Kind of weird. It's kind of nice, but it's something that doesn't quite register, right? It's like you know me, but I don't know you, right? Um. So I thought that was an interesting kind of time. And then obviously, you know, my, my history with music and stuff like that, where it kind of just went off, right? So, and then obviously, so people don't know this, right, about you and me. So like, I've known you for, 
I mean, since you were a kid, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I'm a little older than you are. I know your cousin. You know, shout out Jay, Escape Studios, um, Jay Break Media. What is, what's his other company? Uh, he's with Players TV. Players TV. Um, so shout out Jay Chowdhury. Um, and uh, so, like, I've known you for a long time. We, we, we play StarCraft from time to time. Yeah. Okay, so shout out to anybody who plays StarCraft. I know, it's, right? <laughs> like a crazy game. It's like, how old is it now? I don't know, like maybe 20 at least. 20 years old. And it's still popping. Like, yeah. there's like tournaments that happen all yeah. the time. This, this is so like it always gets better. Yeah, and I know I'm I'm pretty much exposing the, the the nerdy side of myself when it comes to this particular game. But my God, like I can't get enough of it. <laughs> it's crazy, and it's it's really difficult, man. Yeah, like when you see some of these pros play, it's crazy. You know what I mean? And so anyway, when we play, for the record, for anybody who's listening, uh, I do a really good job of containing him. Uh, he hasn't won a match in quite some time. Uh, so I didn't know this was opposite day. Oh man, yeah, that's sick. So whatever he might be telling you guys, you don't don't buy into it. <laughs> it's complete horse. <laughs> like at the end of the day, we play. I think the record right now is eight and two for me. <laughs> you what are you talking? <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Oh man, this is your show, so sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. All right. Cool. See, I like that. He respects that it's my show, and you know that's how things kind of have to go. So <laughs> I appreciate that. Cool. Yeah. So for the record, for anybody who's listening, this is my first ever sort of podcast or I can't even really I don't even want to call it a podcast have you noticed that I'm kind of like iffy on calling it that I I kind of don't want to uh I don't want to fall into the trap of like okay not say trap I I just don't want to fall into the pool of a trend oh everybody's Mm -hmm. podcasting like I I think it's kind of weird for people to think that whatever conversation they're having is so important that other people want to listen to it Mm -hmm. you know what I mean it's a little narcissistic to think that. But then it's like you stop for a second and you realize that that's what everybody's doing. Everybody's just listening to people talk all the time, right? So it's like, why not me, I guess? Yep. I don't know. But I am still learning the kind of the ropes. And uh, I think it'll get better as we go and that kind of thing. But to be honest with you, I think like the whole premise of just talking to people who are like just everyday folk, like I think it's going to be pretty cool i think everybody has something they can bring to the table right exactly and now with what i do you know having artists and stuff come by right so like you're obviously so people can't see this you're in my studio um a wall production studio you like the studio by the way it's hot sick sick right some of those improvements and stuff on the wall and all that sort of stuff i did what i could with what i had you know what i'm saying and so uh for those people tuning in that that, uh, don't know too much about uh, AWOL Productions, um, so like I've been a singer-songwriter for many years and um, I kind of got into the producing game, say what, that was like two, three, three years ago, two and a half, how long has it been? I don't know. Yeah, let's say like two and a half years ago, something like that, and then uh, it's been a bit of a roller coaster ever since, left my full-time job, uh, tr- trying to survive, like just make it as a starving artist. I work with a lot of independent artists, uh, kind of of all backgrounds, like some people who are very new to the game, some people who are very experienced um, and everything in between. And I so I make beats, I engineer vocals, I record vocals, I um, I coach people, I ghostwrite, I write, I rap, I sing, kind of wear a lot of hats, and then I run this business at the same time. So um, this is one of those things where I felt like it was kind of a natural progression, especially because... Now, like, when I have artists come to the studio, maybe I can sit down with them. You know what I mean? 
And we don't even have to talk about music. We just can talk. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's good pieces of content too. But it is getting tough, man. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, you know, like <laughs> trying to balance this and stay afloat sometimes, it's difficult. You know what I mean? Especially, you know, the last fucking couple of months. Like, ladies been getting sick. Like, that was, that was a big blow to me, bro. Mm-hmm. Right? And then, obviously, you know, this year, losing my mom was, was a really difficult thing last year in 2020. Um, you know, rest in peace, Mazita Sarur, you know. She was a great woman. And then lady got sick, was it, I think it was August 10th. She had to get that emergency surgery, and I know you helped chip in some, some funds for that, so I appreciate that. A lot of people really stepped up to help, um, you know, help keep her alive, you know. So it was, a, it was a difficult time in my life, but it was nice to have good people around me and, uh, you know, that I can lean on when, when I needed some help. You know what I'm saying? He's nodding his head right now. <laughs> in, agree- in agreement, you know, so... So what you got going on the rest of the week, man? Like what what's your what's your next uh what's your next big dish? Um I don't know about the big dish. Like I'm not too big into planning like that. I usually just well I sh- like I should be in Dude, like, you strike me as a planner. I should be planning it. Like I know a lot of content creators where they have like a few weeks in advance of their drafts. Like they already have pre-made videos and they're all set. Like if if they wanted to, they could go on vacation Dude, and that's just, crazy to me. I know. That's f- crazy to me it's like you would have to take time out of your day and just make content all day for you to have something in your drafts like that so it's crazy like i i usually do um, i would say like over 95 percent of my content is like all same day edits so i would i would go shopping cook uh record edit and upload all the same day how many hours does that take you it depends on the dish uh Say one to two hours. All of that is one to two hours? I would say minus shopping. So, like, including shopping, maybe, like, another half an hour. Yeah. Oh, man. I really thought that would take you a lot longer. It depends on the dish, too, though. Like, if it's more complex, then I could be in the kitchen for, like, an hour, hour and a half. Okay, right. But you're also very experienced at this point. I'm sure it didn't start off that way. No. Like, in the beginning, like, it would take me all day. That's what I'm thinking, right? So, you you figured out a way to, to be more efficient. Yeah, like, uh, so, so like, the more you do it, the better you get. And, like, you understand what angles you're going to do. You understand what shots you're going to take. You're not confused about, like, getting the proper angle or yeah. shot. Like, you already know it. Like, everything's just on clockwork now. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, like, that's the same thing with editing, too. Yeah. Like, in the beginning, I had no idea. Like, I don't know. Like, it took me forever to slice, cut, shorten it because, like, uh, I would try to keep my things under a minute. Okay. And in the beginning, I used to record, like, half an hour i was like it, i used to record everything right yeah, okay so uh, uh, the more you do it then the easier it gets and then your time just gets cut down no that makes so much sense because you waste less footage yeah right you don't take all this other stuff you kind of shoot you edit while you shoot now yeah okay so that's the sign of experience because a lot of guys like especially in the videography world right because that's what essentially what you are right even though you're you're kind of just shooting yourself right uh, and it's like a selfie sort of thing. It's still uh, videography because mm-hmm. now what you're doing is you're basically looking ahead at what angles and shots you need for your edits, right? And that's pretty crazy. Yep. And and the stuff you can do with phones is incredible too, right? Like it's it's pretty wild, man. I don't know. It's all it's all fucking. For me, I I can't. You know, obviously, I can't get into 
editing videos and stuff like this. Like, I can't manage my time good enough. Like, I can't see how people can have this much stuff prepared in advance. And I can't, I, planning? This, this, how long have I been talking about this <laughs> podcast? Yeah, it's crazy. Right. Like, um, I remember maybe last week I had a pretty, a pretty good idea of what that feels like because, uh, I had a few different sponsor brands going on and the, uh, that made me have to make sure that I had videos in the draft because oh, okay. I had to have them sent for approval. So they were already done and I had like maybe four videos in my drafts. So like it feels good. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you know you're not in a rush every day to kind of get something out there but um yeah it's hard to plan like that oh i bet so so obviously so you know i'm a vegan right i've been vegan now for february 2020 so i'm coming up to two years soon okay one of the biggest changes i've made in my life also 41 days smoke free uh, cigarettes. I still smoke a little weed. Nice. So shout out to marijuana. <laughs> um, but uh, 41 days, no cigarettes, and almost two years, no animal products. So made some pretty significant strides in my life. Now I'm sitting across somebody, sitting across from somebody who cooks animals. Okay, it's it's in your it's in your recipes, it's in your meals, and I'm not judging you. I'm not judging you because I ate animals for many 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 years. Uh, but I do have a question, though. Do you ever foresee yourself doing some more vegan dishes? And I mean, like, full vegan. No honey, you know, um, any products that would be relative related to cruelty-free or anything like this. Anything like that? Uh, I, I think naturally I may have already done some of those. But to purposely focus on a vegan dish, um, I don't know. Okay, so I want to challenge you to make, it, it's nothing crazy, but just a vegan chocolate cake. And I'm challenging you to make that because I need to eat chocolate cake. So how about you put together a nice vegan chocolate cake with, with uh, what do they call it, frosting? You down? Man, you're asking the wrong person. What I'm, do you mean, bro? You, can, you Come on. I'm not a good baker. I am not a baker. Well, how, you can do all the other stuff. That's totally different. Oh, my baking is more of a science. Like, you got to use measurements and shit. I'm so bad with that. But, wait, I, but don't you use measurements? No. What? <laughs> Everything all, you do is freehand? Like, over 90% is freehand, yeah. Like, the only thing that I would use measurements for is, like, um, even with that. Like, if I were doing something with dough, then, yeah. Like, uh, for my pizza dough recipes. Like, uh, that has to be a bit more precise. Uh, but, like, almost all of my recipes, like, they're all, they're all pr- pretty much passed down from my mother. She, she doesn't use no measurements. Shout out, shout out to your mother, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to mama. Yeah. Like, she just eyeballs everything, right? So, yeah. And over the years, they just have it down to a science themselves. Exactly, right? Yeah. So, like, in the beginning, yeah. because um, in the beginning, I I was not focused on Pakistani dishes at all. Like, I was more into, like, even before I was on TikTok, I was never into Pakistani dishes. Like, in 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 terms of making it for myself, I enjoyed it. Okay. But I never actually made it. Okay. I was always just kind of copying whatever I saw on Food Network, on YouTube, okay. Gordon Ramsay, like all that stuff. Okay. So like more uh, more of a Western style dish. Okay. And then... I do remember one time, sorry to cut you off, hold that thought, but I do remember one time, this is a couple, few years back, I was still eating meat at the time, 
and you guys came by on the UFC fight night. What did you? What, what was that thing you made? Uh, did we make a beef Wellington? That's what. Yeah. It was. <laughs> That's what it was. That thing was gross, man. Yo, oh, that was good, man. I what mean, I'm mean? sure you guys did it, did it up, but like that shit was gross to me, man. Uh, you were vegan at the time, or no? No, I wasn't. No. I still didn't. Yeah. I still wasn't fucking with it. <laughs> yeah, just I looked at that. I'm like, nah, man. That doesn't look right to that me. That was good. Everyone was there too. Like. Yeah, there was uh, it was a couple of guys. There. Yeah, yeah. Wasim was there. Yeah, Jugu was there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Crazy, but I'm sorry, you were saying, and I, I you might have lost your train of thought. Here. Um, I was mainly into Western style dishes, okay. so like beef Wellingtons, pastas, like all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but then again, I think kind of like gaming, it kind of got stale. Yeah. So then, I decided, you know what? Why don't I just focus on stuff that I enjoy eating every day? Yeah. And like that's stuff that my mom always made. So all the Pakistani dishes. Yeah. So I guess that's when I kind of sat down with my mom and was like, let's go through everything you know. Right. So then she pretty much taught me everything. That's amazing. So does she benefit from it though? Like, do you cook a lot or do you just cook enough for the, for the show? Like, for, you know what I mean? It, like, de- it depends on the dish. Usually with the Pakistani dishes, like, uh, they're mainly made for a, like a lot of people. Like, okay. Or, or, or like for the family. Uh huh. So if it's a Pakistani dish, then everyone usually eats. Uh-huh. But apart from that, I usually just tend to cook for a single portion or like maybe for two portions because I'm not sure if everyone's going to eat it. Uh, so I don't like to cook too much. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Afghan dishes, man. You said you're going to make mantu. You're trying I, to make mantu. I, I have to find someone who can teach me that. Yeah. Dude, I'm. you know what? I, I'm sorry that I couldn't get anybody <laughs> to help you. Like, I, I do know another guy. I do know another guy uh, who for sure knows how to make it All right. for sure i just have to reach out to him thing is i feel kind of bad i haven't spoken with him in some time and um you know i i just i don't want him to feel like i'm reaching out to him for they need him for something you know what i mean mm-hmm. um you know but he's a, he's a good dude you know anytime i need him to help with something he's always there and i got him too you know if he ever needed something i would help him as well so it's not like that but uh i would um i definitely going to reach out to him to see if that will work if that doesn't work out dude then you know what you're probably better off just Googling the recipe and just going with it. Let's um, see. If my mom was alive, buddy, I would just I would just have you come over and just make it with her. I bet. Oh, my God, man. That would have been cool. That's the one thing I really miss, too. Like, um, There's a lot of things I miss, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, when you grow up, your mom's cooking is always the best. Yeah. Right? And uh, mantu is my favorite food. It was my absolute favorite food. And you ask any Afghan man, I mean, like, there's a whole thing right now. So, like, there's something called ashak. Have you heard of ashak? No. And then there's mantu. They're both okay. dumplings. Mm-hmm. Okay. One of them is with veggies and one of them is with meat. Obviously, the men like the one with the meat and the women more favor the one with the veggies. It's just kind of weird this way. That doesn't mean that it's a hard and fast rule. Some women like the mantu and some men like the ashak. But for the most part, men, ashak. Or men mantu, women ashak. So my mom, her her mantu was just dude, and I've had so many people's mantu. <laughs> it, it never comes close. <laughs> ever did it come close. I went to an Afghanistan. I went and I ate um mantu in Afghanistan. Okay? And it didn't come close. Mm-hmm. So it's like when my mom started to decline over the years, the last few years of her life, I couldn't I couldn't get mantu. I just couldn't. So I would take her out to go eat it somewhere else, but it just wasn't the same. And that's one thing I really miss, you know. So if she was around, oh, dude, you would be you would be making. I, sh- you know what? I wish I wish we had this discussion, you know, two, three, or four years ago, 
because then you could have learned it from her. Yeah. And then you could have just made my mom's mantu all the time. Nice. Yeah, that would have been something, man. So your brothers never kind of learned it from her or no? My brothers don't no? cook, man. <laughs> my brothers, like, I cook, and I told you, I cook like I'm pasta. Mm-hmm. I'm pasta, I'm rice with, you know, plant ground and vegan chicken and stuff like this. Like, you know, occasionally I'll throw in some vegetables, right? My brothers? Pff, come on. Bro, these guys, nah, nah. <laughs> they ain't doing that. They're old school like that. Like, they, 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 they don't really know... Um, their way around the kitchen. They try though. Like I think my oldest brother, he, oh yeah. Sometimes he tries, man. I, I wouldn't eat his food. I would, <laughs> unless I like I have nothing going on the rest of the week. I'm not. I'm not played safe. I'm not digging into that <laughs> stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like you would think, but uh, but they're all they're also married. You know, they got wives and stuff like this, and their wives cook. Um, unfortunately, they couldn't help you with the mantu thing, but we'll find somebody. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Some. It's not so bad, man. Been a been a crazy time, man. It's been a crazy, crazy little while. Dude, you know even this studio, how I found it? Like what I was going through to find this place. And then when I did, I just locked it up. Like same day. Mm-hmm. I just took it. It was just a big empty room and it is what you see now. You know what I mean? Very proud of where I've come. You should be. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you always mention about how like you're all uh, like you're all uh, you're always surprised about how you're still here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, like you're pushing it. You know. Yeah, it's it's not easy, man. Like, uh, you know, th- like I'm at a point in my life where, like, and this is this goes out to anybody who's ever who's in this situation right now, where they're deciding between, like, so many people are miserable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, think about how many people. Get up every day, go and do a job they friggin' hate. Bro, that's a lot of people. I, even just last week, or even just the last couple of days, I've had a couple of conversations with people, and they tell me, uh, oh, yeah, like, like they're so happy when Friday comes around. Everybody's so happy with Friday, but they hate Mondays. We're in a culture of Mondays suck. Why? Why do Mondays suck? I, do Mondays suck for you? It's the same thing as any other day. <laughs> exactly. It don't suck for me. You want to know something crazy? You know why I look forward to my Mondays? Because Mondays I don't do my side hustle. Mondays I don't have any other thing going on. I get up. Me and lady, we get in the car and we go to the studio. That's my Monday. I don't have any problems with that. So, but there's a trade-off. There's a big trade-off. And the financial side of things when you're running this kind of business, any any business is hard, but this kind of business, I don't get paid nearly enough for the work I do. And I don't charge nearly enough for the work I do. And a big part of that is because the people who are paying me, they don't get paid for what they do. Yep. So how the hell can I charge them? Like sometimes I'm like, I'm so lenient with my guys, it takes them three months to pay me. <laughs> That's not good business, bro. You know what I'm saying? But like, I would rather them be able to come into the studio and record something with whatever they have rather than me turn them away because they didn't they were 50 bucks short. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So sometimes I think like I'm in the wrong business and then sometimes I think I'm exactly where I need to be. 
I'm navigating it though. I'm happy, and that's the big thing. Because mm-hmm. I'm fucking happy, you know. Just wish I had a little bit more money. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm working with um, Muji. You know, shout out Muji. She's so dope, super dope artist. Um, she's from New York. She's from Queens, and uh, she's out in Virginia right now. She's got a daughter. She's she's out there with her family. She's just travels a lot does a lot of music videos and stuff like that um you know probably one of the best female artists i've ever worked with like in terms of like she just keeps her ego in complete check which is amazing uh you know she puts the work in puts her head down gets it done and like sometimes we need to have like tough conversations like whether she needs to have it with me or and it's not even tough conversations it's like feedback just like constructive criticism dude Having a conversation with this girl is so easy, man. So easy. And after I finish having that conversation with her, I'm just like, I send her a text message. I'm like, working with you is incredible. You know what I mean? So big shout out to Muji, man. And a shout out to all my artists. You know what I'm saying? The people that come here. I just had, um, I'm rambling a little bit. Sorry. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but uh, I I, uh, I had a couple artists pass by. Uh, One guy named SK. And then uh, other guy named M- MD. Uh, SK I know a little bit better. Uh, MD I met for the first time. They put together this track. They laid it down in my studio. Um, dude, fucking dope track, man. Like it, real. Is that the one you were telling me about? Yeah. You know oh. what? I can actually, I could probably take a break, right, in between this all. And I could fucking play it, couldn't I? Yeah, really dope track. And then I got the stuff that I'm working with with Varn Curtis. Varn Curtis, shout out to Varn Curtis too. Dude from New York. He's uh he's from he's from Queens. And uh he's been in Toronto I said a couple couple years, I think. So very New York. Um super humble guy. Uh easy to work with, you know what I mean? He's no puts his money down, puts his head down and works. That's important. You know what I'm saying? Uh and then, like, we've been working on a few projects together as well. So there's that. And then I got some other guys just kind of overseas here and there. Little things happening. Dude, do you remember YouTube when you didn't have to watch ads? Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I can't remember it anymore. Yeah, but I'm on premium now, too, so I don't watch any oh, ads. Oh, damn, yeah. son. Oh, damn, so you got rid of that shit. Yeah, I hate ads, man. It's like there's one thing that I I do want to pay for, and that's just fucking removing all the ads. And and uh, also playing YouTube when like the phone is off. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Like, I, so like as I'm kind of dozing off, I can just play a podcast, and it's nice. Oh yeah, that's true. Cause so okay, okay. So that's why you're saying YouTube is better than Spotify. So how much do you pay for the premium? I think it's like eleven bucks a month. I guess that's not bad, but yeah, dude, when you consider how many little charges every month, like you pay for Netflix. No. Oh, sh- who are you stealing from? <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch on my brother's account, but now usually just like any site nowadays. Like yeah. what site? What are you talking like t- like um man, just like any streaming site. Streaming sites still work? Yeah. What? Yeah, man. Bro, I'm so bad at that. <laughs> sh- yeah. But yeah, like um the thing with YouTube is like I'm usually on YouTube, so I thought, you know what? If I'm if I'm usually on it, then I don't mind paying for it. Like I don't watch too much TV, so that's why I don't get Netflix. Like, if I do want to watch a show, then I'll probably just use an account or I'll just go online. But I don't really watch too much TV. But I'm on YouTube. So I thought, you know what, let's just make some investment here. <laughs> and also, um, thing uh, I was going to say with YouTube, uh, you also have YouTube Music. 
so it's cool. Okay, YouTube Music is what? It's just like another, it's like another, like a Spotify. Yeah. It's like a, mm-hmm. Yeah, because I noticed that when I upload music now, like it pushes it out to something called YouTube Music. I'm like, what the f- is that? Like, why wouldn't it just go to my channel? But it doesn't go to my channel. It goes to something called YouTube Music, which has a whole separate channel for me. No, wait, but do you have a YouTube account? I do have a YouTube account. And your songs are on your, like, oh, no, wait, but you don't have any video for it, do you, right? No, because when they get uploaded to DistroKid, it's just audio. Oh, okay. So, okay, so, then so that's where YouTube, YouTube music, music comes from. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I've thought about... Listen, I've thought about going YouTube Premium. Honestly, I, I just like... it's For me, there's certain things too. It's like... It sounds like it's just nothing. It's $11 a month. It's like it's nothing, right? But then you're just like... Like, what does that work out to? 30 cents a day? I don't know. Right? Is it? Because what? We got 30 days in a month. So, let's say it's basically no it's it's so it's ten dollars no it's it's three three and a half dollars every 10 days is basically what you're looking at right Mm -hmm. so yeah 35 cents a day but it adds up before you know it like i you know how many things i pay for on a monthly (laughs) basis right now it's just like it all adds up yeah bro and it's just like like netflix okay like i was paying i think at some point i was paying for like the premium because i i had people just borrowing my netflix so i was like all right whatever so I was paying like I don't know fourteen or fifteen dollars a month, maybe twenty. I don't remember. Now I'm back down to like the one screen thing, which, <laughs> which kind of sucks. You ever do the thing where you're like, um, you're watching Netflix on your on your um, TV, and then you know you have to get up and go somewhere, so you're trying to switch to your phone, but you're not going anywhere. You're just like walking to the kitchen or some shit like that. I I, I can't be the only person, and then but you can't because you're on that one screen thing. So as soon as you like when you downgrade. It's like I have to close it off my t- my, my TV <laughs> yeah. before I can open it up on my phone. It's such a hassle, right? Yeah. Fuck first world problems right yeah, there. I know. These are mad first world <laughs> problems, bro. I just, I don't live that luxurious life anymore, you know? I got to be really careful with where I spend my money now. I can't do dual screen anymore, bro. Damn. And then I tried, um, I tried friggin', was it uh, H, not HBO. Is it Crave? Crave, that's another one, yeah. Because they have Curb Your Enthusiasm on there. Have you ever watched Curb Your Enthusiasm? Nope. You said you recently watched Alice in Borderland, though, right? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah I watched that with my cousin. It was good. Yeah. And that was because um, I told you to watch it because of Squid Games. Yeah. Yo, Squid Games overhyped, man. Uh, it, it was overhyped. It was also good, but I think Alice is better. Alice is better, right? Yeah. And that shit went under the radar. Nobody yeah. knew about that. Yeah, but everyone knows about it now because of Squid Game. Yeah. 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 So, so for those people who don't know, like, I'm... When it comes to recommending shows and movies, I'm probably a god. Like, <laughs> I'm actually a god. So if you need something to watch, just hit me up. I'm happy to uh, give you my recommendation. Wait, workers who refuse to follow vaccine mandates may not be eligible for EI. Are you kidding? Is that real? If you don't have the vaccine, you can't get EI? May not be eligible for EI. May not. Is that for real? Is that for real? Come on. We pay for that shit. EI is paid for by our by us. Okay, you gotta tell me, bro. Like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna get into it, man. Like, are you pro-vax, anti-vax? Not kind of. What's your deal? I think I'm neutral. Like, you should be able to do whatever you want. Yeah. So like, but then they're gonna argue that public health, um, public health shouldn't stipulates that you shouldn't have choice in the matter because your choice can affect everybody else. How do you feel about that? Oh, it's significant because it depends on which uh, public health you speak to. You know, like there's some scientists or there's some doctors that may say it's safe. 
There's some doctors that may say, you know what, it's not really worth it, that uh, that you should get the vax or you shouldn't, or you, or you have to stay at home, right? It all depends who you ask. But uh, when it comes down to it, I think um, at the end of the day, it should be up to the individual's choice. So, you know, I got my, my vaccine. I got my second vaccine recently. There's a lady sitting on my lap there. Um, so, you know, I got my vaccine. And, uh, you know, it jacked me up, eh? The second one. Yeah, you mentioned that uh, you got kind of like a flu or... Dude, I got... I'm pretty sure it was COVID. I I don't know, man. It was... It jacked me up pretty good. Like, I had the uh, fever and chills, body aches, headache. The headache lasted for like a week. Uh, I had... Uh, I was unable to... I think it was day two. I was unable to take lady for a walk. I was like pretty wiped out man so this wasn't it wasn't any you know the side effects are pretty aggressive um and i wasn't overly excited the fact that i had to go and get it it's not that not to say like i'm against vaccines to be honest with you i i I just kind of indifferent about them i haven't gotten a flu vaccine since i was a kid probably like i don't really get the flu like i I'm, i'm i guess i'm lucky that way so i didn't really push myself um to go but because of all the tightening down that things were happening like they were like oh you can't do this you can't do that i was looking at it like well what choice do i have if all my liberties are going to be taken away i kind of have to comply and to a lot of people that looks like weakness like i caved and yeah it's true i did uh especially when i think i heard today i'm not if i'm not mistaken it's just facebook news right I could have sworn somebody posted, and this guy's one of those big anti-vaxxers, but I think he posted that Doug Ford announced that uh, the passport mandate is going to stop. It's going to it's gonna be uh, like all this verification stuff will be needed until January, and then after that, it's not there anymore. I, I don't know if that's true. Like, I can't tell if that was true, but that's like, well, why the hell did I get vaccinated for then, if that's, if that's the case? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it seems like they're maybe providing different reasons as they go along. Because it is as they go along. Uh, because, like, this is new to everyone as well, right? So, like, as they go along, maybe things aren't really adding up. You ever gone to a movie by yourself? By myself? I don't think so, no. Oh, man. You got to do it. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, it's actually a whole other, ex- like, level of experience. I, I know people who have, like traveled alone i've never done that yet uh i'm looking forward to doing that at some point um but going to the movies alone is particularly weird because like people know you're alone (laughs) 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 um what was the most recent kofi you've made uh today that was that was orchata kofi what's that orchata it's a it's a mexican drink that consists of Rice milk, cinnamon, evaporated milk, and that's pretty much it. Rice milk, evaporated milk. And cinnamon. And cinnamon. It's good. It's super refreshing. Is it? Yeah, you should try it. I'm pretty sure that's vegan. Oh, wait. It, except for the uh, evaporated milk. The evaporated but, milk, yeah. But uh, you can use oat milk. Yeah. Well, that's what you should start doing. You should start using more like plant-based milks in your stuff. Couldn't you do that? I mean, like... How different would it make the... I guess you, it's the fats, right? Yeah. Uh, 
there's another content creator, uh, Spiced and Curry. She made one because she does vegan. Well, I think more vegetarian vegan. But uh, she made a kofi with oat milk. Shout yeah. out Alina for jumping on the Instagram live. What's that? Oat milk? Yeah. She uses oat milk. Yeah, because oat milk's a little bit more of a, a thicker consistency. Yeah. Right. It's a bit more thicker. I heard hemp milk is pretty good. I've never tried that. I've tried it. It's good. Really? Yeah. What the fuck is hemp milk? It's Isn't hemp marijuana? Isn't marijuana made of hemp? No, uh, I believe they're two different plants, but they're closely related. Okay. But, but I don't think hemp has any has any THC, I think. Hemp doesn't have any THC? I don't think so. Okay, well, th- that makes sense, because imagine they put THC in people's milk. Yeah. That'd be weird. Yeah. Don't you find it weird that we drink milk from another species, though? From another species? No, because we eat another species, so no. Yeah, don't you find <laughs> that weird, too? No. You don't? <laughs> so, like, the idea, like, so would you drink dog milk, though? Dog milk? Uh, no, no. But, like, again, if we were, if if society was grew up with that, then, like, it would be the norm, right? Right. Yeah. So, like, cultural, yeah. traditional. Yeah. So... But at the same time, maybe dog milk tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it doesn't. What about rat milk? Who knows? Maybe that tastes like shit. It tastes great. You have some rat tendencies. <laughs> 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 so I'm saying, like, it's, it's just weird, though, because, like, we accept one over the other. Yeah. I don't know what rat milk tastes like. I don't yeah. know what dog milk tastes like. I know what cow milk tastes yeah. like. But, like... A huge part is culture. Yeah, yeah, it is culture, man. Do you think that, you know, eating animals and stuff like this will ever go away? Ever go away? Um, hmm. Well, it depends on the population. I think it depends on the human population and the animal population. I don't like maybe. I don't like maybe it'll get a bit too overcrowded, or like maybe it'll be a bit more difficult to farm. So then people will kind of relate or like they might rely on like maybe like uh, uh, some more plant-based foods or like maybe uh, like lab. Lab grown? Uh, like lab grown. Uh, or like maybe insects. They farm insects, man. Yeah. They farm insects. Yeah, yeah they farm insects. Yeah, but it's they, not really popular right now. Like, it's, it's growing. Yeah. It's disgusting yeah. and it's growing. Uh, it has a lot of protein, apparently. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like uh, I think I seen at Healthy Planet they had a, uh, they had some sort of insect protein powder. Oh, that's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> I don't man. know what that tastes like. Just like, but you see, the thing is, those uh, didn't they say there was like a whole rumor about Starbucks having, uh, like, uh, insects crushed up in their powder or something like I that. I've never heard of that. No. I don't know, bro. It's to me, it's just it's nothing. It, just the idea of it's gross, but. Um, even prior to me being vegan, I, I just, there was certain things I was just not okay with. And even after it's just, it's even worse. I just, there's a lot of stuff that I just find to be just gross, but I right, listen for what it's worth. I hope for a world where animals are free of exploitation and cruelty. I hope for that. Right. I try to fight for that, advocate for that. Do I think we will ever have a hundred percent of that? No. Genuinely, no. And I believe that because nothing will ever be 100%. Nothing. And then I don't mean that in any way. Like, you're still going to have racism. You're still going to have uh, the sex trade. You're still going to have, you know, um, abductions and kidnapping. Like these things, you can never eradicate them 100%, right? People are fucked. 
That's just how it's going to be. But I do hope for a world where we can get maybe maybe 90%. That would be amazing. It would be absolutely amazing. Uh, 95% would be amazing, you know. But I think most vegans would probably agree that if we can minimize to that degree, I think we win, right, at some point. I think we're there, you know, and then, but, you know, might be just, might just be wishful thinking, but we're trying anyway, so, so listen, before we wrap this up, um, quick thing, so, like, what would you say to anybody who is interested in, like, like, who's just starting TikTok today, because you know somebody's out there just starting their TikTok today, right, and they're probably never going to hear the show, because we're going to get, like, three people watching this, and that's going to be me, you, and probably lady <laughs> so lady. lady shout out to lady just laying here making things very uncomfortable for me so cute i know man uh so what would you say to somebody who's doing that right now um let's say just start posting whatever like uh don't plan i have time too hard don't try to make everything perfect because i think uh i think tiktok itself is a platform where it appreciates authenticity so like, uh, it it's not really like Instagram or another platform where you have to have the perfect shot or everything has to be aligned perfectly. Like, it's okay if the audio is not clear or it's not 1080p or the camera is shaky, right? So just be okay with not being perfect, and I would say niche down into what you enjoy. That's some good advice. What would you say about them not getting the results they want right away um again based off the platform if we're talking about tiktok i'm assuming because of what everyone has been experiencing so far including myself uh consistency is key so if you find that you're you are consistent and you are focusing on some sort of piece of content but it isn't going in the direction then you might have to switch it up Either maybe the execution of how you filmed it, or maybe you will have to go into a completely change in, in uh, a completely change of of uh, direction. direction. Yeah, it all depends. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. And where can people find you again? Uh, Golden Gully anywhere. Golden Gully at at Golden Gully yeah. at Golden Gully. G O L D E N G U L L Y. Yep. Golden Smelly. <laughs> <laughs> all right bro listen man thank you so much uh you know we put you put up with a lot tonight trying to get this whole thing set up and uh really this was just a pilot project this is not even gonna get released so i just want you to know your time was completely wasted here tonight Sick. yeah bro yeah oh, man, thanks for having me it's no good. dude this was amazing was fun. what'd you think though it's good right it's good yeah it flowed no nice. issues you yeah. think people are gonna listen to this and be like oh this was actually worth listening to or are they gonna be like oh this was hot trash i don't know it depends what you ask <laughs> that's a good point all right, man. So, you know, uh, I want to thank everybody who uh, took the time to listen, jumped on the Instagram live. I'll have a better system set up at some point, but I think this is working so far. And uh, obviously, thank Golden Gully, you know, the homie for showing up and uh, being as patient as he was helping me get everything going. And of course, spending some time with us and just talking about what it's like to be Golden Gully. And, um, you know, Hoping that if anybody's listening to this and they're considering 
switching to plant-based alternatives uh, I encourage you to do so and if you ever need some suggestions on how to get started need some advice uh, or just some mentorship please feel free to reach out to me I'm always there to help and I have a lot of great people that I can refer you over to um, that would be willing to help as well so if you can keep animals off your plate then let's try to do that all right so for me and lady and golden gully i say good night it's a wild thing homie